Hello, everyone. I'm Amanda of Soul Rays Astrology Forecasts, revolutionizing astrology for your ascension process. This is the podcast where I show you how to create a magical life with a little help from the planets. Astrology is the gateway to your high life, as well as the teacher and guide through all of life's challenges. So, are you ready to see what the transits are up to this week? <laughs> Great, let's begin. I have got to say first, um, wow, this energy has been so intense in such a good way. And I know a lot of you are saying, Amanda, how can you say that with everything that's going on around the world, in Australia, in, um, <laughs> excuse me, in America with the recent announcement about the medicalization, you know, all of these things that are going down in the world. How can I say that? Well, it is because I firmly know, and this is through the astrology, looking at astrology through the lens of the spiritualities, right? So the spiritual side, looking at astrology as a way, as a ladder, a gateway to connect with the divine. So through this lens, I can see that the divine is giving us a chance to course correct ourselves if needed. So if the medicalization is not in your highest good, if, you, if it's something that you know that you want, that you don't want to participate in, then I would say this is a red flag from your soul to say, hey, this job or this situation is not in alignment with who you are. This is not the path that you are meant to take. Perhaps your skills could be used in a different way, or you can open up your own business. I really feel that with all of these mandates, we're going, we are going to see a boom, a rise in people supporting small businesses. We're going to see a lot more small businesses pop up, and there's going to be a big desire for everyone within the community to support these businesses. Because when you support a small business, you are supporting that person and that family that that person is connected to, but you're also contributing to the community in a big way. And you're getting personalized, um, personalized service. So when I visit a, a mom and pop shop, I love going because they're personable. They're more than willing to help out. They'll give you their creative insights. You really get a VIP luxury experience when you go into a small business versus giving a corporation like Target, say, your business. You don't get that kind of service with a corporate business. You get, it's cold, it's calculated. It's like, you either give me your money or you get the hell out because that's how it's gonna be here. That's very corporate in my opinion. So I feel this is so exciting. This is an exciting time because 
everyone is going to be called to move away from things that aren't working and then find out their jam, their passion, and then offer that to the community in a way that makes them feel good. And so this is great energy. This is a great opportunity to really go out there and take some risks because that's why we're here. We're here because um, it's fun to take a risk. It's, it feels like an adventure and it, it would stink to just be on that line waiting for that roller coaster and never being able to get on it. What a big disappointment that is. So as we began this week, there has been a lot of air energy present. There's a lot of action from Libra and of course Aquarius where Jupiter and Saturn is and Gemini where the North Node is. And we have some planets in Libra right now. So this is a trinity of empowering each other, empowering each other in our businesses, in our talents, our livelihood, in becoming our true selves, embracing our unique dharma, which is our life's work, having fun and breaking out of our self-imposed prison cells. If we don't heed the call to do our inner work and understand what we honestly desire for ourselves in this life, oh my gosh, we could end up in muddy waters with no chance of navigating out. This is why it's important to see astrology not only as a self-help tool, a tool to learn about yourself, um, but to use it with that spiritual lens, learning how to reconnect with your higher self, with your divinity, with your soul's Akashic record, and really remember who you are, as well as the talents that want to be used in this moment. You have come here in this lifetime, in this moment, for a very big reason. We all have a special destiny to live out. And now is the time to embrace that as scary as it may feel. So these are pivotal times because it requires us to rec reclaim our full responsibility in everything we do everything, including our feelings and our emotions and learning how to process that without feeling like we need to attack somebody else. So I've been learning <laughs> the difference between righteous anger and anger. So righteous anger is allowing yourself to get angry at the, at, you know, the current circumstances that are going down to be angry with, um, what's unfolding in the external reality. But then it loses that righteous anger potency when we take that anger and we sling it at somebody else by either like trying to make them wrong for their feelings or beliefs or truth, right? Making them, making them feel wrong for their actions. When really we have to just let that anger flow through us and out without directing it towards anybody else. And so that's why I feel social media can be really tricky for a lot of people because they'll see stuff that angers them 
and this was me a few years ago, not anymore, thankfully, but I would see something that somebody posted and it would trigger the hell out of me. And I would respond and say my truth. And that would start an argument, like a back and forth argument. And it was just like one person throwing an angry fireball and another person back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And and nothing got accomplished other than the fact that we were feeding this egregore, this entity around us that is just wanting to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm not into feeding egregores anymore. I won't take any part in it. So have no fear. These are pivotal times because it requires us to do what is right for us. And if we don't stay in our personal truth and we don't allow ourselves to be who we are, Despite if we come off as too intense for somebody else, if, if being who we are triggers somebody, it does not matter. You must, we must be who we are in our authentic expressions. And if not, if we don't, we will be lost in 2024. We will be lost when Pluto enters Aquarius. We will be lost next year. When Pluto is, not Pluto, when America is having our Pluto return, that is going to turn the heat up to inferno temperatures. The sleeping giant is waking. Will you be true to you? That's the thing. So. Oh, I'm getting to this podcast a little bit later than I usually do. This entire week, I've been in ceremony. It was just unexpected, had no idea it was going to happen. And so now it's Friday, September 10th. Um, But I'm still going to go over the transit that I missed. And that was for September 9th, 2021. And I titled it as you're dampening the inner fire. Ooh, this is going to be a big one. So desires that go unfulfilled because we're afraid to fail cloaks us in unworthiness. Cloaks us in the false belief, or I should say the lie, okay? that big things can't happen to you and I, that we, that we must always be ordinary and that we can never be extraordinary and to be extraordinary is rare. So this masterclass I sat in on, it was Angela Sumner's Failing is what. Failing is winning masterclass, she taught me something. And she said, you know, humans, human nature is to fail. Humans expect to fail. Humans don't ever expect to win. And so with this transit coming in, the black moon Lilith is conjunct North Node in Gemini. This is something that needs to be brought to all of our attentions is that we were taught to fail. 
and love failing. So this is a tape that plays on repeat in all of our minds. It keeps us small so we don't dare to do big things with our energy and our lives. But on September 9th, the Black Moon and Lilith is here in the eighth house to tell us that, yes, we are feeling misunderstood. Yes, many of us feel trapped in our current situations. And that we're pissed off because it feels like we can't get our own desires and needs fulfilled. And a lot are still living in, in an inauthentic life for likes, for social media likes. You like the, the freaking old paradigm coming in. Oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to play the algorithm. You got to do this, da, 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 da. all the things to get likes on social media. <laughs> That's such bullshit. It's such bullshit. You know what it teaches us? It teaches us to give up our authentic way of living, even in a social media app, to think that you're going to get noticed when you're not. You're just, get, you're just um, giving up your consciousness, your brain, your mind to that algorithm. You're becoming a slave to that algorithm, to that artificial intelligence that rules that technology. You're, you're putting yourself in a prison. So Black Moon and Lilith is um, really concerned about helping us break out of these self-imposed prisons. And the only way that we can get out of our own prison is owning our truth owning our life experiences and using this as a fuel to create our truest life. We have to be present in the now moment. This is the gateway to fulfilling all of our desires. There's so much play that can be had if we are willing to open our hearts and devote every moment to fulfilling our desires. And you could say, well, Amanda, you know, desires, that's lust. That's like the lowest expression of the root chakra. No, because if you're living in alignment to your heart and you have a connection to your higher self, your desires will not only bless you, but they will bless other people. You will not in your sovereignty take advantage of another person or have lustful, envious thoughts. So it's important, it's important to speak out your true feelings to others in the moment without apology. Don't feel shame for how you feel or what your truth is. Understand the messages that come with these feelings and like I said before, in the beginning of the podcast, move forward by taking action to resolve them on your own. In order to get where we are going in life to our ultimate truest lives, we have to understand no one can do the work for us. We can't always be like, well, I'm in the flow. I'm in the flow. I'm in the flow. Why aren't things happening for me? I'm in the flow. I did that too. Oh my God, have I done that for years? <laughs> and 
I would get so frustrated and I would think, why the heck isn't anything happening for me? I'm in the flow. I'm trying to keep my uh, vibrations super high. I'm making my new moon intentions and releasing my shit on the full moon. Why isn't anything happening for me? It's because I was too much in the feminine. I wasn't, in, I wasn't embracing the masculine, the, the, the part that has to take action, take courses, classes, get mentorship, that direct willful action. It's not just about energy. And I loved how Angela Sumner reminded me of that truth in her masterclass. We have to do the work. And there comes a time when we must release these ideas that would have remained codependent on a system, a person, or situation, such as, oh, I can't be a competent, successful, badass astrologer unless I go to one of those big name astrology schools and get my little certificate that says so-and-so astrologer certified me to do astrology. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm not playing in that energy because I'm here reclaiming my power. And September 9th, I hope it reminded you of the same. We must reclaim our power. You and I are the only people that can christen ourselves with the power to go out and do something. So I certified myself as a professional astrologer um, five years ago. And it was kind of scary because back then I still felt like I needed a certificate to, to do stuff. It's like, oh, I didn't go to school. I didn't get certified. I can't do this. Bullshit. So I went out there and I did it. And here I am five years later, killing it with my readings. Every day I get messages from people, from my clients telling me how much um, you know, my work has impacted their lives and how thankful they are to themselves for gifting them, for blessing themselves with the gift of my readings. And I would not have been able to touch my clients in this way if I didn't certify myself as an astrologer. I probably would still be sitting on the couch being miserable, wishing bad things on myself, like wanting to die because I wasn't living my soul purpose because that's where I was going when I wasn't living my soul purpose years ago. It was a dark, dark, dark place. So this is why it's very important of, of now of all times for people to just give themselves permission to live in their purpose, to do the things that make them happy, that they're passionate about. So September 10th, we've got the moon in Scorpio and that's squaring Saturn in Aquarius. So this is probably why I'm all fired up today. <laughs> so the thing with this transit here is that big, it's, we're going, we're having a big transformation. We're being initiated in the unknown. So we're all in the inky darkness of the unknown, right? We can't see what's ahead of us we don't know what's coming and in that place of surrender a big transformation is happening for us 
So we're now at this point of our lives where now is the moment when we need to suspend our knowns, what we have known to be true. We have to leave them behind because the knowns haven't been working out for us. <laughs> They've kept us really stuck in these self-imposed prisons, these prison cells. The, the knowns have tricked us have sidetracked us from remembering who we are as divine beings that are co-creating this world together. So now on Friday, September 10th, with the moon in Scorpio, squaring Saturn, we're getting a reminder, you can't go alone, you can't do this alone. You need to band together with your tribe, find your tribe, find your collective, join together, it's time to shine as a team of light in this world. And the more we master our own frequencies by learning how to play with our biofields, Sarita Soul, check her out on YouTube and uh, I believe her podcast is on Spotify. Um, Sarita Soul has been teaching us how to increase the frequency of our biofield through what she calls consciousness technology. Wow, it is life-changing. It is life-changing because we are all seeing who we are on such a deep level and on every layer of our being, every level, every layer of our being, as above, so below, as within, so without. So we have multiple dimensions, right? There's multi-universes, multiple dimensions. Fractals upon fractals upon fractals, la la la, of everything. It doesn't it make sense that our energy fields are equipped the same way that we have layer and level and layer and level to infinity, and not only in just this life, but in all of our parallel lives that are shooting out. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's incredible when you sit back, when I sit back and I think about how multidimensional we all are. It's incredible. So this is part of unlocking the keys to this game we call life. This is my North Node and Leo coming out. If you got Leo energy, you can relate to what I'm about to say. Life is simply a game we all agree to play in order to realize something about ourselves. Isn't that so awesome? Like, think about this. So I'm 40. I grew up in, as an 80s and 90s kid. And what was big for us back then was video games. Nintendo came out when I was four. <laughs> so if you're listening to this and you're in the 70s, you were born in the 70s, kid in the 80s, right? You can relate to the video game analogy. Like this is our time to level up. And if you look at all the movies, the kids' movies and the cartoons that were geared towards us back then in the 80s, you will see that they were truth bombing us with how to prepare for times like this. Look at She-Ra, look at He-Man, look at the Transformers, look at Rainbow Bright, Care Bears. There's one more and I'm forgetting. 
it'll come to me later when it's too late. <laughs> and in the 70s, we had Star Wars. This is all preparing us for now. We all have come here. Well, some of us have come here as volunteers to help break people free out of this matrix. But we can't, so here's the thing. You can't help somebody who doesn't want to be helped. All we can do is do the Leo thing, which is lead by example. Shine your light so bright. Shine your self-love in such a way that you inspire, inspire those who encounter you to take action in their own lives because you can't do the work for somebody else just like someone else can't do the work for you so you can't you can't save somebody you, we can only save ourselves but we can inspire other people to attain that bar of excellence for themselves So we have to lead ourselves down our own unique path. And as we lead ourselves down our unique path, other people will see us doing that and they'll want to know what we're doing. And that's where we get to help because then it's like, oh yeah, sure. I'll tell you what I'm doing. You want to know, you want to do this? Okay, here's what worked for me. That is the most Jedi revolutionary act a soul can do right now is model what it looks like to love who you are without apology. And we must remember to honor the beauty of life in this present moment. That's what this transit is telling me. So Scorpio and Aquarius can be two very controlling energies. If you allow yourself to succumb to its illusions, it will control the fuck out of you. With Scorpio, it's easy to get caught up in the game of manipulation for power. And Aquarius does this too. It's easy to want to be part of that power play, that power structure. To force others to feel less than, to force others into thinking you know what's best for them. That's Scorpio in its darkest expression. And it's really easy to get caught up in that Scorpio shadow and to submit to something that you see as all powerful. The phrase is like, they have all the power. What can we do about it? They're the people in the places of power. I can't do anything. I'm no one. I don't have that amount of power. I don't, I'm not in that high position. I'm not a politician. I'm not a president. I'm not a CEO, good thing, because that is not the kind of power oh, that we need to be inhabiting. That's manipulation and cohesion. And that is what's falling away now, and that's Scorpio. So the moon in Scorpio is highlighting how you've allowed yourself to be a victim. Where have you given your power? Like, what have you given your power over to? Who did you allow to take your power from you? Can you see that you have the power all along? 
that you are your own authority source, that you do not need anyone's permission to live the life that you want to have. You have all the power. Why should we allow the minority to control our lives when we are the majority? This is a program of beliefs designed to put us all under a spell. The truth is, like I said, we are sleeping beauties who have forgotten how royal we are. We have all the power and many of us have chosen to give away that power to an outside force that literally feeds off the energy we radiate out to it. So like September 10th, I mean, September 9th, September 10th is about reclaiming your power. And then Saturday, we have September 11th. And in America, September 11th is, it's a tragic day. And on this day, Saturn and Jupiter in Aquarius are bringing to light new information, new data about the tragic day of 9-11, 9-11-2001. This is the day 9-11-2021. Oh, 20 years later, where we are finally breaking the funhouse hall of mirrors. We're shattering the mirrors, the funny mirrors, the mirrors that distorted who we are, distorted our reality, and are going to finally figure out, discover the truth. It's interesting because Saturn is almost at the same degree Neptune was when the attacks happened. And Neptune in its shadow is the master of illusions. And Saturn in Aquarius in its shadow is controlling. It is manipulative energy. It is the energy of Hitler and the Holocaust of communism. And Jupiter is a few degrees away from where Uranus was when the attacks happened. Eesh. So we're, we're visiting some serious energy here and living in the spell. Uranus, when he was in Sagittarius, right? Mm. Seated of revolt for the truth. And Jupiter is amplifying it now. Oh, so we couldn't see the corruption. We couldn't see how our government was involved with that attack. Oh man, but now we're seeing it. And so this day on 9-11, Saturday, a lot of us will get some clarity. All right, September 13th, first quarter moon. Moon is at seven degrees, Sagittarius, squaring Vesta and Pisces. Moon is at 17 degrees, Sagittarius. Know your truth. Don't fall into the trap of dogma. Allow your truth to be malleable. Don't hold your truth as dogma. Don't get up on your milk crate and, and start, you know, 
screaming at the top of your lungs, whatever your truth is, because truth is we don't know it all. We don't have it figured out. All we know is what we know right now in the present moment. And that's it. We can sense when things are gonna happen, but for reasons unknown to us, we're being kept in the dark about a lot of things. And this is what I said in the beginning of the podcast, we must brace the unknown, but don't discount what you know to be true for you right now. Don't buy into the passions of others. Do the things you want to do in your own way. You are the ultimate quest for your own holy grail. So seek that truth out and enjoy the life experiences that come with that. Today, the moon is making crystal clear. It's making your path crystal clear. Trust me when I say you already know what you should be doing with your time. You already know it, but you're making excuses. Trust me, I'm there a lot, (laughs) except I don't let my excuses stop me. I stop in the moment. I figure out why I'm saying these things to myself and I move forward and I go do that thing that I love to do. And I'm so thankful. I give thanks to myself for talking myself off the ledge of self-sabotage. So will you trust your own knowing by listening to your intuition over the voice of others? And are you willing to know the difference between your intuition and the ego? This square can help you remove the confusion, remove the the implants and the spells that would have you forget the life you've already designed and want to live. Don't go against your true nature. And one last transit for September 14th, which is uh, Wednesday. Sun in Virgo opposing Neptune in Pisces. This is the lovely song by Queen, I Want to Break Free. This is the ultimate battle of light versus dark, a battling of the inner demons to set yourself free. The Virgo side of the shadow side is self-punishing because you feel sinful, shameful, you're judging yourself, you're dirty, you have to punish yourself. And the one way we punish ourselves is we don't allow ourselves to receive. We don't allow ourselves to receive love and we don't allow ourselves to receive blessings and we don't allow ourselves to receive monetary gifts and exchanges without it having to feel like it's hard work. Many of us have been taught that we have to work hard for what we have and that is not true. That is a program instilled in us to make us little slaves for the few. And so September 14th, with the sun and Neptune opposing each other, causing tension, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, they're going to be your messengers and they're going to show you how you need to set yourself free. How are you putting, hmm, what's the prison you are putting yourself in? Virgo (laughs) is like that 
that punishment where they used to do where they would flog the monks would flog themselves out of punishment for being human punishment for feeling desire they must release that virgo shadow side And by releasing this need to punish ourselves, we get to the highest octave of Neptune, which is the high heart chakra. It's about allowing ourselves to receive the gift of divine unconditional love, love without condition. Because right now there's a lot of conditional love going on in this world. And a lot of people don't feel worthy of receiving that divine unconditional love. So there's a tongue tying aspect with Neptune's power in this feeling of confusion. This confusion is a signal there's something wrong. Something's not right. Because the confusion will always bring attention to what we feel disconnected with. So Virgo practices like meditation can help correct the imbalance and clear the confusion in the mind. It can help us to drop from the mind into the heart and check out my new moon in Virgo collective reading for more information on this. Surrender and expand. Surrender and open up to space to receive without expectations. The revelations given to you in meditation will set you free in every way. So this concludes the podcast for the week of September 8th into September 15th. I hope you enjoyed it. It was a good one, I feel not to toot my own horn. <laughs> and I just want to say, if you are interested in receiving a reading from me, you can check out sovereignwitch.com backslash readings. I am booking for the last two weeks in September. I think there's four, there's seven days left actually for the end of September. And then I do have lots of availability in October. So if you are interested in receiving a reading from me, they're 90 minute sessions, just feel free, go ahead, check out my website, purchase book, and then um, I'll get you all set up. I hope you found some much needed peace, joy, and clarity in this podcast this week. And I am so honored and grateful for you showing your support for me and showing up and listening to what I have to say. I am so grateful for that. And I just wish you, as always, to be in the right place at the right time. Much love, many blessings. Namaste.